2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Challenge USA. We're podcast for episode eight. I am Brian Cohn. with me, as always, is my co-host, Alice Here. Alley. How are you?
3: I am good. I am back from vacation. Uh, not well-rested, but back. <laughs> How are
2: you? <laughs> I'm good. Not a, yeah, Not well-rested, but back. Still here. <laughs> ready to go.
3: <laughs> Holding it down. I mean, listen, kudos to you, uh Kirsten was right about many things that she said on the podcast last week. But one thing she was right about is not that I wouldn't have invited her on, but I definitely wouldn't have invited on a three-person podcast. So kudos to you for going out of your way to do a three-person podcast.
2: Yeah, you know, it was it was a very new I think it's the first time I've ever done had two people on without you and it was a very odd experience. I had I felt like a quarterback like trying to like dictate things. I normally don't like having that much responsibility in the podcast. I like just showing up here, just speaking to you. It was a lot of responsibility. I was like preparing beforehand. I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that like, guiding conversation is easy to have questions. It was a lot. I don't, it's, I don't know how Rob does like four people, five people podcasts, but like one-on-one is my my specialty, which isn't saying much, but that's where my specialty is.
3: Yeah, I would love for some of that energy to spill over. Time. You're like, I prepared before. Well, like, what do you normally do?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mentally just like got in the zone even more.
3: No, but I mean, look, I'm on the record and it's an unpopular opinion. People think I don't like th- like I, it's just it's harder, but it was great. It didn't show that the extra effort made it uh, seamless. And Jenny and Kirsten were great guests. Thank you mm-hmm. for doing that. And thanks to them for for showing up. A lot of great subs for me this this season.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been a, it's been a fun season. This is like the reset. I feel like this episode of the season, like going forward, it's a whole new Format, you we were kind of preparing everyone for this going in that like expect things to change. And this is about the right time where things change. So here we are. Whole new format.
3: Yeah, I was grateful last week that I didn't have to speculate what was going to happen this week. That was a nice, a nice uh, <laughs> moment off. But it's interesting. I think it's not only is it about the right time, like you're saying, like this I feel like we should have expected this. Uh, somehow we didn't, we didn't say this, but <laughs> we, we
2: always get duped. We always just like think everything's going to stay the same. And then like, of course it's going to change, but you know, we go along for the ride,
3: but you know, TJ is Lucy with the football and we are Charlie Brown. I don't know if that ages me or if that's like so old it's it's new again. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, you're not really stops. the the audience, <laughs> although you are a prolific TikToker. So who am I to say? <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly.
3: Um, but It's the perfect time in the season, just the way things were going, because I do think last week and the week before were really sort of very straightforward. I don't want to say duds, but very whatever episodes in my opinion. And like to the extent that the algorithm was to blame because people couldn't really make moves or turn against their alliances or who they were going to be matched up with. So like, I was really excited to see things shake up. And I think we got a much better episode, even though it ended up being a very predictable person going into the elimination. I was much more interested in this episode than I've been the last two episodes combined.
2: Yeah. And, I, and I, it was fun seeing like the new school people watching the challenge for the first time where people who don't really know about it, like complaining about the things that we've just now accepted as reality. Like, oh, of course, half the cast is not going to have anything to play for during the, the challenge. That's just like the things we come to expect. So like I like seeing this new wave of people make the same complaints we made like 15 years ago and now they're making them. And like, we're like, yeah, that's just like normal things for the challenge. What are you even complaining about? That's just how that's how we roll here.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. I definitely don't have that in my notes of like, oh, it's still so annoying that the women have no reason to compete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, of
2: we just two, <laughs> two, yeah, Of course, Kayla doesn't give two craps that she DQ'd or would have uh, been eliminated because she's that. So she's just here. Well, she's here for the vibes.
3: Well, don't forget that, you know, in like a five hour live thought process, I speculated that you want to have so much money that you're too big to fail. So <laughs> right. that, that's got to keep people going. Also, like realistically the money could mean absolutely nothing or the money could be how you start the final or advantages in the final which we've talked about so like there might be an advantage to have to having a lot of money so yeah. there's not no yeah there's no not motivation
2: nothing. the one thing i didn't i thought someone would say that maybe they'll like speculate next week is like the one downside obviously is if you win on your day and you throw someone in if you're throwing someone in That's aligned. Let's say you throw in Tyson and then Angela wins next week. She's going to be gunning for you. So like there is that like level of maybe it's not even worth it to win. So you're not making an enemy when you're not up for grabs anyway.
3: I I did think, but I think Kayla is a good enough. I'm not saying you're saying this, but I I had the thought like, is Kayla throwing it one or two? Um, Is she going to claim that she threw it? Which is a very challenged thing to do is claim later in the confessional Mm -hmm. that you threw it. I mean, that's every reality show. But um, probably there are easier ways to throw this challenge than to just get like spun off. But yeah, if you're someone like Kayla or Desi and you feel pretty well insulated in your position in the house and you've qualified, then like why stick your neck out any further like right. you're a solid partner the men aren't want to going to want to get rid of you cuz because although and let's talk about this the algorithm changing what does that change because people who've watched the challenge still maybe have to consider that they'll be partnered at least some of the way with some of these women in the final and vice versa
2: yeah i think i think they will almost definitely be partnered with one person or multiple people in the final i would be stunned if it's a full individual thing but i think now at least it opens you up to not have to worry about like your partner's concerns and i guess well i guess two people are winning so it's kind of like you're forming a partnership when each of you win but uh at least individually just more so i guess it just keeps like the onus on you right it's like the biggest thing obviously that, that it changes but in terms of the game like you still have to make a decision with a newly formed partner but you're just making that partnership when you each win
3: yeah tbh just between us squirrel friends
2: Mm -hmm. maybe like go ahead it's almost fair to ask why why should like on a men's day like maybe just have the men make the decision that way you're not even like it it just if why even worry about the cross the cross gender just like have the men vote in the men and then like what's the point of putting the women in other than having that risk of blowback for the next week which i guess they would want but like i don't know just keep the men voting for the men
3: I don't love the idea that there's zero co-ed strategizing. Like I like then you're playing you're on two different shows. Mhm. It's like two different tribes on the same island, didn't work.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, actually yeah, that's probably a good point.
3: Yeah. Um, Scra- scratch that for the record. Let's scratch that. I am going to say something about that later in the and cha- when we get to the challenge, but just between us girlfriends, I don't really think this algorithm ending really changes much. Because, okay, like, you don't care as much about having solid partners. Like, maybe Tyson and Angela's strategy should evolve here because it's not so essential. But if you're looking towards the final, it kind of could be essential to have strong people left. So, you know, like, it just doesn't randomly... Oh, sorry. The only thing is, I think, a slight demerit to the algorithm changing. I agree that something had to shift, and look, it worked in this episode to make a more exciting episode, but I don't know that, like, it's actually changing much. I think also, like, it was almost starting to get interesting where people who were in partnerships, where one person didn't have enough money, and one person did, like Mm -hmm. Sarah trying to go in last week. Like, that broached interesting, and I think now that an an individual person can just throw themselves in we're losing
2: that yeah that's a bummer that we didn't get to really see that play out and i guess the other thing that changes is is it does really help protect the stronger people because now there's like oh there's no thing of like oh tyson's with someone who's sick this is like an opportunity to take him out now you still have to no matter what go after tyson go after angela go after desi like Just one on one and not worry about who their partner might be, if they're sick, if they're injured or what what may have you. So it probably keeps the stronger people more protected because you have to take even more of a risk to go at them.
3: And maybe it's something like, okay, Dom got partnered with Angela twice. So he's his he's so disincentivized to keep Angela except for the final. And now as individuals, like, it's not like she's going to help somebody else beat him in the dailies. I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. to me, it's not actually. We'll see how it plays out. But, like, it seems like way more of a change in the game than it is. I mean, someone like Cinco who did, I'm sorry, to Aza go home because of his partner. Like, period. I mean, well, I mean, we, we saw Tyson win in spite of cash. So I don't want to say that Cinco couldn't have like made it up for two people, but he's, I think the, the robbed goddess of like going home because of his partner. So, okay, that's not going to happen. And it's really in your hands, which is, you know, fair, I guess, as it gets down to the nitty gritty here, but I don't think it's like practically changing that much.
2: No, I guess maybe like more of the bigger change would have been if they changed like, you know, losing doesn't send you in adding a houseboat like changing that level of dynamic here yeah because it's still again you're still forming a partnership to win you're just doing it individually on your own and then the winner goes in it's the, just the biggest change is obviously you're just eliminating now one man or one woman each week that's like the biggest shift that the game now has
3: it's interesting so danny and ben catch us up on the state of play here and this was interesting because i think we're sort of like What does it change? I think they're also like, what does it change? Because they level set Survivor has the numbers. Sarah, Danny, Dom, Desi, Tyson, and Ben. They're like, do we still stay Survivor strong here? I mean, is there any reason they would or wouldn't based on this reset?
2: It is interesting because with Survivor strong, though, you know, we see here Ben gets his win and gets his money. Obviously, this discussion around Sarah wanting to get her money, but Danny's the other one that doesn't have money for the final. Uh, and I think there was one more, I think it was Survivor that didn't have their money uh, for the final. So it was interesting that of that, like, Survivor cluster, there was a lot of them that needing to win to get in. Like, a lot of them hadn't qualified yet for the final. So it was just very interesting that they had the numbers to protect themselves, but also, like, they might have to risk themselves to go in because they aren't qualified for the final
3: yeah 50 percent. sarah ben and danny all of them um but yeah it is interesting there are two approaches here where ben is like okay i can't win these challenges i was known as a winner on survivor and now i'm not winning so like let me re-ingratiate myself with tyson latch on to his wins and then beat him in the final what do you think of this strategy for ben (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's 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 odd. I can't believe we we kind of circled all the way back around of Ben working with Tyson again. Like that really flamed out the Tyson Sarah Ben of it all. I mean maybe it'll bubble up again, like if one of them, like if Sarah or Tyson win and want to take a shot again, but so far Ben being in power, uh or none of them being in power has it really brought this to light again, which has really been a buzz because that was like the high, I feel like the high point of the season and it's kind of come crashing down. Not like, crashing down is kind of harsh, but, you know, slowly coming down since then.
3: Yeah. I mean, part of me is like, when was that confessional filmed? Because it did make no sense for him to say that at this juncture when Tyson turned on them. But, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, and then he's paired with Angela. So even when he's in power, we like can't really see what like he would have never suggested Tyson here. Um, no. So I, I, I'm i still, I'm still like interested in how that's going to shake out. Maybe you're right. Nothing will come of it. But I love Danny here being like, if there is an easy hit that I could take in our group, which I don't really think there is, but like, I don't think Tyson and Ben are easy marks compared to the rest of the house. But I like that. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah survivor strong. And then to camera is like, I'll do whatever it takes to get the money. Kiki
2: yeah it's funny danny it's very interesting comparing with someone like danny and sarah because they both i feel like came in here with a lot of high expectations people thought oh this is like the show that they're really more meant for obviously outside of sarah winning survivor but like maybe her skill set's more meant for like doing physical challenges and things like that and neither of them have really done anything if anything sarah's won an elimination but i feel like sarah's getting much more heat online for her bad performance where danny hasn't done anything at all like i don't think he's really come close to winning uh or any of the dailies but he's still kind of like skating by like still very popular and I love Danny don't get me wrong but he's been pretty disappointing now for eight episodes to not win one individually all the different pairings that he's had like to not win one from him is incredibly disappointing
3: See that's so interesting. First of all, I love that your ear is to the ground of the, to the, the ground. audience. I'm, I'm yeah, you're on to Twitter. I'm, I'm I see. Right I see your Twitter fingers. I gotta. I gotta just be in my computer taking the notes. I can't be on Twitter. But I did c- catch uh, one funny tweet that you tweeted that we'll talk about later. But um, I, I don't. I don't care. Like, is that crazy? Like, I, I think Ben's plan is bad because if you're losing in the dailies, you stand. It stands to reason that you will continue to lose to that person in the final. There is no tribal council, right? Like, it's right. not a different skill set that's suddenly going to be ma- to matter at the end. And if you can explain that this was your strategy, you'll win. You've got to beat him at the stuff that he's been beating you at. So, like, to it, to that end, maybe it's frustrating if you're rooting for, like, a Danny or a Sarah. I think why, why I imagine Sarah is getting hate is, one, her politics. Two, mm-hmm. her attitude like she like the way that she showboated when she beat Tyson like you know she talks such a big game that like it's annoying if the person can't back it up three she's a woman of course people are going to be more critical of her in this respect but all of that said it really doesn't I don't think they've been disappointments like I think Sarah shows this episode we'll get to it why she is one of the most Delusional and important mm-hmm. figures of reality television, like a type like her. Like she is so insane here and will do crazy things motivated by ego. In that respect, she's been absolutely batting a thousand here for me. And with Danny, like, yeah, I guess he hasn't chalked up. I, I don't know. And now I'm just like talking a mile a minute, but just I don't, I haven't felt like, oh, Danny's done terribly because he hasn't won dailies, but maybe that is what people. Want. I don't know. I like his like Kiki confessionals and he's no slouch.
2: No, no, Kevin Brock. I love that. Like the Kiki stuff is hysterical. (laughs) I like Danny a lot. Like I think he's bringing stuff to the show. I'm just saying, I think when you see Danny's name pop up on this, you're thinking he could have the high level of like athletic performance that we've seen from like a CT or like a Jordan or what Tyson is doing. Like you think he can come in here and just like dominate and to see him not even just like not just win. He's like not even in the mix in any of these. He's always in like the the middle of the pack it's just been disappointing like he's been entertaining very entertaining i love having on the show i just from a physical performance i would like to see more from him
3: it's interesting I, i i totally agree that like obviously he hasn't been a physical standout how much of that do you think if any has to do with the fact that these challenges while physical aren't like physical physical yeah, I mean,
2: look, he's like, I'm sure if he did Hall Brawl, he would have smoked literally anyone out there. Like, obviously, like, that's his skill set. But then, even this one, this is just like, you know, balance and running. And I feel like that's a skill set he should be pretty good at. And he wasn't really. I don't know. We probably finished like fourth or fifth amongst the seven or eight guys. So, yeah, he was in the middle of the pack.
3: Yeah, no, it's fair. It's It's definitely it's been interesting to see. I mean, a lot of talk about Alyssa like that this this episode where like the players are like, I couldn't have imagined that Alyssa was going to be good on the show. Like Angela and Ben basically have that conversation. And then they're assessing Alyssa to be one of the top performing women on the show. Um, So it's like, it's, it's interesting to go from like where we were previewing these people to like seeing how it actually shakes out. I mean, a lot of it too is like, I'd have to go back and look at Danny's like partnerships. Like a lot of it in any challenge is luck, but particularly sure. in the algorithm, except for like a Tyson who completely wins challenges single-handedly when he has yep. a partner.
2: Oh totally. I know, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ha ha, in my dentist's office. That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No um, purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Speaking of Sarah, she talks to Justine and Cash, and Cash killed me. She was the Mitch watch this episode because yeah. she said so she many things. When, when Sarah's like, I'm the only girl who hasn't qualified yet, and Cash is like, wait, really? Justine, she doesn't have her money? Like, I was dead. Like, go so Cash.
2: So i thought she, would have, she should have been like wait what did you say i can't hear you say it louder what did you say you don't have money is that is that what you said i know she was that was hysterical unbelievable what a she, troll
3: she has gone to like self-doubt to like well obviously like i'm the fiercest competitor in the house like i oh you didn't oh you didn't cash that check oh that's so weird we all got but we all got that money that's so strange yeah. and yeah, i'm not and even like, thinking about you <laughs> like it's <that's> amazing <laughs>
2: The the hit rate on the Love Island girls have all been so good, but like their airtime has just been dropping like so dramatically. Like at least here we got a little bit more for from guys, but like where like we need more of this sprinkled into the show. It's like way too much of like the Sarah and the, the Ben and like even Tyson. Like we let's sprinkle in some of these, like the the Woody Love Island girls into the mix with their fun commentary, because it'll add something more to the show.
3: Look, I we've been saying this all week, I mean, all season, and Jenny and Kirsten definitely talked about this last week. Like I I mean, the last two weeks where nothing was happening, why weren't we seeing these relationships be built? Why am I hearing constantly how much everyone loves Enzo, but we're not seeing any of it? Like, I don't want to just see the conversations while they're spraying the hoses and in confessionals. I want to see why everyone loves him. I mean, I know, but like, um, so like, obviously the Love Island girls, too. Like, I want to see these relationships be built so that we can understand um, the gameplay more
2: would love to see it.
3: Um. So it's it's interesting because this is definitely challenge versus challenge USA where they cut to three a.m., three thirty a.m., and I'm like, is someone hooking up. and then they cut to the beds and i'm like oh shit and then they cut to ben's bed and it's empty and i'm like oh because because if you watch survivor you know that ben is a veteran he's talked about ptsd before and then it turns out that this is the night of the anniversary of his buddy from the marines death that he held in his arms while he died Mm -hmm. in iraq like jeez um so it's I, I I love that Ben comes on these shows and is willing to talk about this. It's nice that he's getting support from Sarah. Um, just to spoil, it's nice that he gets a win here. I was rooting for him in this elimination. Uh, call me a sucker for the edit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then the nice like toast he gives is like let's party and talking about him. Like it was a nice moment for Ben.
2: No, it really was. I, I'm I'm glad they got to highlight it and let him kind of share that story and, you know, it's obviously something very personal for him and, uh, obviously everyone for Blake's family. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really great. Really nice to see that this side of Ben, like, open up and share and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was amazing how, like, this type of stuff works out. Like, of course, Ben wins this week. Like, it's just so perfect. Sometimes the this, this stars align and happy for Ben. It was great to, great to see him win. Like, you know, the tears in his eye was, was so raw and emotional when TJ announced that he won. Um, I'm almost surprised they didn't like bring it up again, like on the spot almost, because he was just so emotional. Like you don't obviously normally wouldn't see that from anyone else kind of just winning a random daily. So but it was it was uh, very cool to see for him.
3: And he had some funny lines. Like I liked the way he narrated Enzo. Like it, you know, I just like thought it was uh it was a good episode for him. And then like he although actually maybe that was Dom who called Enzo's little baby steps, that made me laugh. But <laughs> but um it did make me wait, wait. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Even, even, I was going to say, even like the way he was rooting Enzo on. I was like, come yes, on, buddy. Come on, it. finish up, buddy. You can do it, buddy. I believe in you, buddy.
3: And I love that they're chatting up spraying the hoses. And he's just like, imagine if me and Sarah both win this today. And Enzo's like, yeah, they're all rats. Like, they're all rats. <laughs> like, again, I want to see more of Enzo and Ben in the yeah. house. Or like Enzo and whoever loves Enzo in the house.
2: Enzo's such a great hype man. Like if you want to like say anything about it, you want to talk, try to like build yourself up, like get Enzo on your side and he will talk you up to feel like you are the greatest of all time. Because he he's such a great hype man.
3: Here's my complaint where you were saying like the men should be voting for the men, women for the women, whatever.
2: I said I scratched that from the record. No,
3: I know, but but I I referenced it and said I'm gonna say something <laughs> okay. slightly different, but on the same page. The men need to be shooting the hoses at the men, the women need to be shooting the hoses at the women. There is no motivation for yeah. any of the people in this house to spray any of these people at all. Zero percent. Like the only reason to do it is if you are directly competing against people, no one's going to show their head. Nobody doesn't want somebody to win strongly enough, particularly not the women who can't go in to like spray people in the face and knock them right. off. So I I just, that was a nonsensical call.
2: Yeah, it was so bad. Like they, they, I think by the end of it, they really had those out of the boat. I think they were just like pointing it like at each other, spraying each other. Like it was so useless. It was, ridiculous the fact that also they would have the people spray and that, like there was a group of four like it wasn't even like randomized like who you might go up against like it was, you were spraying that team and then you would swap places like of course they're not gonna like spray you because they're gonna you're gonna be spraying the, right back at you so they're gonna <laughs> form a truce and you're not gonna spray each other um no, it was absolutely ridiculous like i get what they're going for they're like adding this stuff in sometimes with like they throw like dodgeballs at each other and stuff like that to like try to get that funny moment of knocking someone off but this was a womp womp big dud
3: I mean, they're literally Tyson and are using it to clean off the soap right. from Angela's runway. Like, that yeah. is insane.
2: No, it was, it was, and they were so far away. Like, even if they were wanting to do stuff, I don't even know how effective it would be. I don't know why they wouldn't just have them be like much closer or like at least Reese, right when they're getting on the, I don't know. It was just don't even have that in there. I think, I wish they just edited that part out. Like, just don't even show it because it added nothing. I feel like they could have easily just edited that entire thing out.
3: Fair enough. The only thing it did add is some of the more strategic conversations of the day happened like amongst the hosers because like Dom and Tyson have this conversation where Tyson's trying to get Angela in with the rest of the survivors. What I found fascinating is like the divide that gets exposed between Angela and Sarah, where they're saying like, we haven't really spoken since Tyson threw her in. And that's, So interesting to me. That to me is a big fatal flaw in Sarah's game. If Sarah is trying to outwardly appear to be back with Tyson, why she continues to punish his closest ally is very, very sloppy to me.
2: Yeah. The closest ally Tyson has ever had (laughs) on a reality show ever. Bar none, anyone on any show that he's been on, Angela is the closest he's ever been with someone.
3: Now, I will defend him <laughs> because he was never aligned with his wife.
2: Right. I know. It's, it <laughs> was, it's, it's just a perfect joke that he was literally on a season with his wife. But yes, they never really worked together outside of like that day zero doing nothing. But they yeah, they were. I mean, they they had a conversation of like, should I come down to Edge of Extinction or whatever the hell they call it at the time to replace you? And she said no. So I don't know. That's that's loyalty right there.
3: To say. It's a perfect joke, (laughs) as we describe why it is not perfect. (laughs) It's a perfect joke. (laughs) I got
2: a few. What about the fact that she wasn't really on her deal? I got a few of those. (laughs) Those people can kick rocks as a joke.
3: Um, Here's a couple of thoughts on that. How much do you think that's affected or how much do you think their relationship is strengthened by the fact that both of them could win this show versus every other show? Well, The other two shows are partnered winners, but like versus their shows, Big Brother and Survivor, where only Mm -hmm. there's only one winner. Right. Like you have to align unless you're Angela and you align with um, Mm -hmm. your husband who's going to beat you. But for Tyson, you have to align with people who are going to be loyal to you, more loyal to you than they are to themselves, that you can convince them they could beat you, but you could beat them here. Angela is the perfect ally. You could win this game together.
2: Yeah. And not only like not just you both win, you can literally help each other in the final win. Like If you get any opportunity to pick your partner, they're both going to run to each other I- immediately and they will smoke everyone else in the final. So they can not only both win, they can literally help each other win by working together. So it's it's a perfect team, perfect tandem.
3: The only disadvantage I was like, there's no disadvantage to having a strong person of the opposite sex stay in the game that you're aligned with the only slight disadvantage is if it's like a format like all stars three just was where like you're paired based on the order you finish and so you can be like paired with the same people multiple times vangela somehow like falls behind and uh desi is like with tyson three three uh units what do they call three Mm -hmm. uh what's the word it's gonna kill me
2: Three checkpoints?
3: Yes. (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Three units. Three checkpoints. I mean, this is getting too much into the weeds, but, like, there is a .001% that either of them could be disadvantaged by having the other stay in the game.
2: Oh, because then they would be helping there. Yeah, sure. That's a possibility, but...
3: But, like, so remote. So, like, in Survivor, Mm -hmm. like, it does not behoove you to keep a strong person. So all I'm saying is, you know, in defense of Jervis, okay, in defense of Tyson's other allies, you know. she is, um, is, like... These, this is where a partnership like this would make the most sense and be the strongest. It's easier yeah, to be a good ally here.
2: I mean, obviously, this is a big what if, but like, do you think these two would have worked together this closely if A, they didn't win week one, or B, they just didn't even parry together? Like, were these two destined to work together, or did they just because they worked together and, before, and because they won, they're so close with each other?
3: Yeah, I mean that was my second question. I we speculated on that when it happened. Like, was this going to be a, like? Not only were they not were they paired together, but they were paired under the assumption that they would be partners for the whole game. Right. That first week, um, I think it's both. Right. I think it's like a really lucky pair that they got together and sh- set their strategy together, thinking they'd be aligned. And I think they also have a very similar approach to the game. They're both very schemey and strategic. They're both athletic and performers, and they both have this deranged mentality of wanting to go to the end Mm -hmm. with strong people. And so, like, they're aligned in that respect. Um, And they genuinely help each other. Like, I think if either of them had a physically weaker partner, it wouldn't be the same because not only can Tyson help her... I mean, can, sorry, can they help each other um, in the final potentially, but they're both winning. So like they're both right. can win when the other one can't and like protect each other here.
2: Yeah. And just the way the show has structured, like the cross gender cross show and especially the survivor big brother combo, which is really dominated, just even added more feudal. Like this is like the King and Queen coming together to like form a new uh, game of Thrones alliance with how they merge. So it was really the perfect storm for the, for both of them.
3: What do you think of the new storm brewing of, I mean, that's too, too soon to get to there. All right, I'm going to stay on track here. Um, I thought Leo, who generally has smart approaches to his eliminations, at least, makes the smartest strategic decision in ju- or like athletic decision in jumping and grabbing the safe, jumping in reverse to stay on the barge. I was sad to see Leo not like, Go into elimination after what is his best challenge performance, I think.
2: So yeah, no, he was yeah, he he was great. He lost by a few seconds. The one thing like I, I, guess, I, mean, I guess I'm guess i thinking I'm about to answer my own question that they were spraying the hose at each other, but why couldn't they go at the same time? Uh Leo and I think it was Angela who was last. There was some there was a girl who was last and they both went Desi. individually. Desi. Why couldn't they just go at the same time? Why was there two separate heats?
3: Yeah, I mean to t- you answered your question. They had to spray each other, but like presumably like any two people could have gotten back on the boat. I think then it would have, and like sprayed them while they went together. But I think that becomes unfair because at least Mm. it's like the same unfairness that the second person, like the person you spray is going to spray you. Um, Yes. Stupid. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make sense. Never. uh,
2: Quick shout out to TJ who was looking super sharp coming up on the fresh button down. He was, this was like, top date night like anniversary look tj he was looking great
3: it was a great night for tj fashion because then he shows up in the arena in a canadian tuxedo and i was gooped
2: go tj you'd love to see it
3: (laughs) do you know what a canadian tuxedo is i feel like you do i i
2: I don't i absolutely don't i I thought you did
3: (laughs) but then the way you express hesitancy (laughs) aka hesitated made me think and like why men you know because like you could have just been like what's that Instead oh, you were just yeah. like, ah uh-huh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> because if men admit they don't know something, it means they are less than. And that mm. is just what happens.
3: But they are, and you know that. Right. So I don't
2: like... <laughs> of course. So what is a Canadian tuxedo? Is it like denim on denim? Canadian bacon?
3: Denim on denim.
2: Denim on denim.
3: Dark jean jacket with jeans.
2: So like where does that come from?
3: You had your chance with the Canadians last week, Brian.
2: Well, he wasn't wearing it last week. He, that was very inconsiderate of TJ.
3: Suddenly you're so willing to know, not know (laughs) things and ask questions
2: about the rabbit hole.
3: Okay. Well, let's Google it. This is an NGOG. We can't, we don't have time to be Googling things. All right. Um,
2: Brian from the editing room. No,
3: here is a complaint. So Angela wins, beats Sarah out slightly. Uh, Ben wins. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. This is such a minor grievance, but I gotta be me, you know, minor grievance. (laughs) Uh, they should no longer be saying, and TJ did this the first time I didn't jot it down. I was like, mm, I'm minorly annoyed. I'm minorly aggrieved. Fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Then is it a word.
2: Sure. Let's say anything's a word. Is. If you know what it, the implication of the word is, that's all language is. So it's a I word. Don't
3: think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's feeling resentment at being unfairly treated. Yeah. Yeah. I was minorly resentful. Um, then he said it again. And I was like, all right, now I've got to bring it up. You, you crossed me twice. TJ. You are no longer splitting $10,000. You have each won (laughs) $5,000 separately. It is so annoying.
2: It is very bizarre. It makes no sense. Yeah, Why did I just say you each just won $5,000? That's like
3: when I get paid at my job, me and my colleagues don't split X amount of money. (laughs) We each get what (laughs) we've earned.
2: The only way this would make sense is if like each week it was like a different number of people winning if it was like one week three people are splitting it next week four people are splitting it then it's one or like the fact that it's always two they're always each just winning 5,000
3: fair point I will leave 1% of an opportunity to change my mind if they come back next week and they've altered the amount of people who can win (laughs) you're right that would be the only acceptable reason unlikely impossible
2: My, my uh my minor grievance if we're gonna say like beat by seconds just drop the time like why being so coy was it like th- four minutes and 52 seconds to four minutes and 54 seconds just just say the time i feel like it takes longer to say like beat by seconds than say with a time of versus with a time of this person wins drop the time come on
3: all right. Talk about things that we've complained about for years and just adjusted to. You're never going to get the times. Well, You're if never going to get it.
2: If they're going to imply it was like just by seconds. Well, in
3: fairness, you could be, win by 55 seconds and you won <laughs> by seconds. <laughs> I
2: guess that is by seconds. <laughs> you can win by five hours and it's yeah, five seconds. It's true. just a lot of seconds.
3: Um what was your sense like did you have a first thought of like all right who's most likely to go in at this point
2: no not first gut instinct i mean i thought like david or leo would be the most sense because they're the least protected but i didn't uh when ben won i thought maybe that would open things up for tyson but obviously with angela winning that uh chopped that down quickly in the back of my head i thought oh are we getting to uh ben's gonna like put his foot down and be like we have to go tyson and gonna risk angela being like i'm all right i guess we're going in type situation but that was never really on the table
3: now that's actually a really interesting point now that we're back to um single eliminations how does that work i mean that's there's precedent for it i just i'm sure i just don't remember like oh, so if yeah, they was there's a there's stalemate a, does ben have right. to go in like like who's yeah, hand aside
2: yeah, And then, like, if it was, like, reversed or whatever, like, there's no downside for Angela because there's, I don't know, they're going to create an opponent for her I, uh, or I don't know. Well, but, like, it's kind of a free, like, uh, free roll if you want to, like, push push the issue.
3: Maybe you go to House vote and the two people are safe. I, you know, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought Leo was the surefire person to put it in here because, one, you protect Enzo. And we just got this whole bit about how Ben loves Enzo and you take a shot at someone who's coming for Tyson. And that, like that didn't get discussed. But I wonder how much that was in the room.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm surprised it didn't. I mean, we saw Leo come up to Angela at the bar, Um, you know, great pitch offering to name the fourth cat behind <laughs> Alyssa. I don't know how you say no to like the second cat offering of the season, but. I mean, Angela held, held firm there and said no to that.
3: I assume Kirsten offered to name her third cat if she should get one, Brian, after right. uh, for coming on the show.
2: Of oh. course, that, that's <laughs> always how. But if she already offered it to, like, uh, you know, Matt Lagory to go with that, then, uh, you know, second cat offering doesn't do anything for me. Gotta be the first one.
3: I mean... <sighs> It was a terrible pitch. I mean, we both agree. <laughs> like it was it was just such a basic pitch. It was like I haven't you know everyone needs to be listening to the the 49 laws of survivor or whatever that that Steven Fishback and uh one of one of Tyson's worst allies <laughs> and her lesser allies and Rob Sternino put out um because it's like Tyson it, it, Leo shows his uh inexperience here by saying, Oh, uh, I had the opportunity to put you in and I didn't, and I've never been coming for you. Or was that even true? He was just like, I've never com- been coming for you. Whatever. Yeah, never like,
2: voted for you basically. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. It.
3: Like, but what can you do for me now? Like, who cares? Right. You don't get to like, you don't have credit here. Um, uh, but anyway, I thought it was going to be Leo, but what is so frustrating to me, and this was frustrating last week, Why is nobody making a pitch when they go in and talk to the people in charge? Why is Enzo who's close with Ben and on the same show as Angela showing up and saying, I don't care. Give me whoever.
2: Yeah. It really makes those of all the instances to like name drop someone like this is it. Like Enzo has his number one, seemingly his number one guy there. Someone else from big brother that like may not be like his closest person, but would, it would certainly not go out of his, out of her way to have Enzo lose. Say a name, whether it's David, whether it, whether it is Leo, whether you want to take a, say you want to take a big shot at Ty, like, say something. Obviously, Tyson wouldn't happen, but, like, say something that you would want. Like, there's no downside. Just, just say a name. It's, it's crazy to me that these people are so scarred. And like, you, I, I feel like with this this support, They're so scarred from other shows that they don't want to do it. Just say a name. Say something.
3: Well, it would never happen on Survivor. It's so big brothery, right? Like, it's like, on Survivor, if if you're the plan, you've got to make another plan. Like, you don't have a week where you could, like, with the veto, and you could, like, I don't know. Or, or, like, word can really travel. You've got, like, 20 minutes before tribal council, and you gotta get a plan together. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand, again, when it's your closest allies. To be that would raise flags. Like, last week, when Kayla was in charge, and Alyssa and Leo go in, and Alyssa is like, do not say a name. Mm-hmm. This is the one person in the house, Kayla, who will not use this information against leo if leo mentions the name like it was so insane to me um it's like i would raise eyebrows i'd be like they came in and didn't say a name okay clearly they don't trust us so like i don't give a shit what i do to them
2: no it may yeah it's it's mind-boggling that like there's just no level of trust to like like who you want to go up against or anything like that it, yeah it's never made any sense because there's been no precedent of that coming back to bite anyone that they're so scarred from like oh well, that's how like kylan got knocked out so i'm not gonna do it. like that's just not how this has gone down at all so
3: and it's so not the challenge like it is for people who are new viewers who are going to stay with us and and watch the mtv version which i hope you all do like this is not the norm that these conversations are useless. Like a lot of times they'll be interviewing three people who are potentially up for elimination who haven't even been selected yet. And they have to be like naming names. Then like, there's a yeah. lot of naming names on the challenge proper.
2: No, it's crazy. And I, I, I was looking, I, I thought of that this because I realized again, like once again, like the person that finished last won the elimination, like the team that was voted in lost. That's now it's, it's six and two, like the team, that was voted in, lost. Wow, very interesting. Challenge stat. Where were you on that on that little nugget? That's a good <laughs> nugget.
3: I mean, how long did it take you to crunch those numbers? Very quick. I had, a quick the, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: had to get to the challenge Wikipedia page and I saw the uh, the winners and the eliminated team. But like, you know, quick, quick <laughs> eye, quick I math. The only, the only <laughs> team, <laughs> the only, <laughs> <My>
3: team, <math. laughs> aka mental math,
1: like I math, math, quick
3: <laughs> the, math.
2: The only teams. To be voted in, (laughs) the only teams to be voted in and win were. Wait, now I lost. Let me see if I can guess. I lost my IMATH.
3: Okay, Um, voted in and win are Sarah and Leo, because that's uh, what Tyson was like. Oh, of course.
2: Yes, that's one.
3: Kylan and Aza won the first elimination. Uh cash and dom
2: yep that's the other one
3: <laughs> oh nicely who done saw that coming not me
2: oh wait no wait there's a third one tiffany uh, wait i wait so i oh, i screwed up damn it it's three of them i screwed up my mind who the now.
3: hell is tiffany
2: no no actually no they lost okay I, who's
3: I, I, tiffany was there a person <laughs> on the show named tiffany shannon and Derek x
2: the great the great bb23 tiffany
3: Oh my God. Oh yes. my God. Jacob Jones. My friendship just <laughs> ended. <laughs> my friendship just ended with Jacob Jones. <laughs> the problem Jeez. was there
2: was like, a lot of season teas on the same line. But yes, it's just so stupid. Yeah, they, people are going to come for you for that. Okay, Ooh. well, sorry.
3: If somebody says Tiffany to me in a reality TV context, I'm never not going to think Tiffany, New York Pollard, and I'm happy to stand by that.
2: Uh-huh. I
3: will lose friends over that. That's fine. There you go. Oh my God. Good thing. Jacob doesn't listen to this
2: <laughs> No, famously doesn't listen to the podcast.
3: All right. Listeners. I swear to God, I've loomed <laughs> into the microphone. If you snitch on me
2: out of context, this is to upset.
3: I'll be upset. No. Yeah. I, like seriously. Be cool. Everyone just be cool for one time. Could everyone just cool? <laughs>
2: be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Five.
3: Um, all right. Let's talk about the more, Maybe this is interesting. Maybe this isn't. Angela's pitch. Angela's like, I'm not just going to sit here in power. I'm not just going to sit here as mm-hmm. the parrot on Tyson's shoulder, the right hand man, the whatever. I'm going to sit across from Ben and I'm going to make a deal from a position of power, which we love to see, mm-hmm. and say, Without even consulting Alyssa, I've identified as Alyssa as someone very like college freshman. Like I've identified you as someone who's going to be my friend. Like right. I've identified Alyssa, I've handpicked her. You're coming along, yeah, from the scraps, <laughs> and I want to lock in with the survivor men. Do not tell your girls. Don't tell the Love Island girls. We will. You will protect us. And when we are likely to win, we will not send you in.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Here's my question, like. What is the plan? Like if Angela wins next week, who's even up for grab? She's gonna turn on her own big brother people?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think she I don't think she's really that close to David, so I think uh can clearly go after him or or Enzo would be the other one. But yeah, I don't see any there's no strong connection that she's facing there.
3: Well, it's also like they can't offer anything because they right. won't win. So it's like all right, so I'll pluck off David, I'll pluck off Enzo. And then probably Dom's at the bottom of that totem pole next, or maybe yeah. Danny.
2: It's just, a, it is a very ballsy move to propose an alliance to someone that cuts out their number one person. Like, that is, that takes some guts. That's some chutzpah on, on Angela's part to propose an alliance for Ben that blatantly, like, specifically cuts out Sarah. Like, the survivor men, the BB girls. Sarah's obviously not in either of those groups. Very, very, uh, very, very big stuff there from, uh, from Angela.
3: Well, it's I mean, it goes back to like when we talked about we dissected Tyson turning on Sarah where it's like, whoa, big blowback. And then we like made a web of the house. We're like, well, everybody else is with Tyson. So like, does it really matter, even though this seems like the most public thing? So like, all right, what's the worst case scenario? Ben snitches, tells Sarah this plan and Sarah's remains pissed like I agree with you my first instinct was like great pitch terrible read why would you bring this to Ben but like what choice does Ben have and really if Ben can kind of keep this brewing say yes to this which I was very impressed with Ben that he had the right response which is Mm -hmm. like yes and then I'll deal with it but like it's just like how she says like all right, I'm good with Enzo and David and now I've got the side thing Ben can be like I'm quote unquote good with the big brother women And I'm still going to protect Sarah. Like there's a slew of other people that on the women's side, he could put up while still protecting himself in this way. So it seems like a crazy thing on her part, but like, it just kind of makes a lot of sense.
2: It does. And look, I think it's also very smart to do it, getting ahead of the curve where obviously it's a women's week next week. So you're going to be vulnerable. You just once again, proved yourself as like the toughest female in the house winning. This is your third win. So like, you know, if there's any sense of, like, any of the other women wanting to go against one of their own, like, one of the top dogs amongst the other women, they're gonna look for Angela, so it makes a lot of sense to try to give herself some outs going the next week that if, you know, a survivor man win, who which there are a lot of them, they will then back her because she's shown loyalty to them here by not voting either of them in.
3: And she really wins by Leo going out, so, like, there's not a single man, by her estimation, that would be gunning for her, so it's just, like, The only flaw with Ben's reaction to this to me is that his then his response is like, well, now I've got to go gather the survivor men. So like. For my money, I would want to bring Tyson into the room, have the conversation, the three of them, and then agree to be on board and let Tyson run with it somehow where it's like. Then I have plausible deniability. This plan just kind of got floated by me. I wasn't orchestrating it. And again, there's no jury. You don't need to be in command of the Alliance to the Mm -hmm. extent that you don't want Sarah to be mad at you. But the way it ends up shaking out is really, like, a couple of side conversations. Tyson's really got dumb. Danny and Ben are just sort of, like, talking about it. And I think what will become clear is, like, this will only matter if it matters. Nobody's made a blood oath. Nobody has mm-hmm. said anything that would be, like, catastrophic if it got back to Sarah. I think it's only if, you know, Sarah and Ben are in power next week, and Sarah's, like, perfect, we're putting in Angela, then what does Ben do? That will be interesting.
2: Yeah, I think it the, it creates op- opportunities for other expendable people that might have already been going in anyway, because they don't really have that level of connection It just kind of reaffirms that uh, for, for Angela and for, and for Ben. But I do kind of think Angela keeping Tyson a little bit more on the outs of this, I think makes, I feel like it does make sense, because if there was some level of other animosity that Ben would have had toward Tyson, like, don't even risk that. Like, be like, I'm my own person. I'm coming to you. Let's Sort this out amongst each other, and then just in case you bring Tyson in, and then male egos get in the way, and then they start going at each other, and the whole thing blows up. I think it makes sense for Angela to try to steer this on her own.
3: Oh, for Angela, hundred percent, and like she later says she had already talked about it with Tyson. I just think um, if I'm Ben, I don't want to be the person like corralling all of the men, and right. then it gets back like, well, whose plan was this? It was like, oh, it was Ben and Angela. I want to be like tyson did this and like yeah. i was protecting us um I th- but
2: yeah. I thought danny i thought danny was great he was just like yeah sure i'll be in alliance whatever <laughs> that sounds That's interesting like
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah sure why
2: not what the hell but if it well, comes out to it i'll go down there and then run people's faces off in hall brawl but for now
3: i'm good <laughs> I do love the survivors. Like we get a great confession of Dom being like, you know, this is different. I can't just like make a big alliance and roll with it. Like things change. It's like Survivor people playing more of a Big Brother game where things change week um, to week. I to feel like
2: Survivors things changes. I know for like Dom season, he kind of just stuck with his crew and kind of ran to the end. But I feel like it is more the norm to kind of shake things up along the way, especially. Getting to the the merge part of the season, which I heard them call it at the beginning, which I do kind of like, but I think that is pretty common for Survivor.
3: Um, okay, I I think a lot of uh, we root for that a lot, but even in Big Brother too, it's like it's easy to make an alliance of X people and go, but mm-hmm. but no, I mean I think what is good about the challenge and what I'm commending Dom for recognizing is like. Things shake up in a more intense way. So, like, okay, things obviously survivor shakes up, and the person you might be targeting properly plays a hidden immunity idol or wins the immunity challenge, and then you've got to reconfigure the plan. But here, like, the person that you are most against could win 50% of the pie and get you sent into an elimination on their own. Right. Like, and it's much more unlikely that somebody play an immunity idol correctly and vote you out with one vote than one of your enemies in the challenge gets power and puts you in. So like you do have to have multiple double deals. Like I think, yeah, people have that in survivor and it can catch up to you where you're like, everybody's number one, but like in the challenge, like everybody's everybody's (laughs) you've got to be. It's, I mean, it's not so different. I just like that Dom was like, maybe just compared to Dom's game is like, I've got to be more adaptable here. Things are changing. And I like that he recognized that. Especially after yeah, last I just, week when he had a great episode and and I, uh, I think Carson said it's time for him to go home.
2: <laughs> I, I just think Dom's just always looking for an opportunity to like flex his strategic muscles. And he just like, even where there's not a lot of new things to do, he's just like, this is great. I can talk strategy in different ways. He just wants to do that so so badly.
3: What is the Dom hate? Did I miss it? I like Dom. I, no, that, I like
2: Dom. I like I, Dom. I, I like
3: this confessional from him. I agree that the Survivor people could go six strong to the end. I like that they're playing ball with Angela.
2: Yeah, no, like, that I like it. Dom. I just, <laughs> I just think he wants this to be a different game than it is. I think he, he just wants it to be a much more strategic, like, alliance, like, game planning type thing. And it's just really, like it's just really not as much that it is that to a degree, what? but it's just not as much. It's not as much that's as that's crazy. It's not. You don't need like a huge group of like cutting and dealing like, In a this lot of-
3: game, when there's no house vote, you right. don't. Right. But that's that's, what, I mean, but that's what he's saying. But I think that's exactly what he's saying. Is like you can't, that's exactly what he says. It's a different game. You have to be more flexible because you can't just make a big alliance and rely on it like that. I think you're you agree with Dom.
2: I I guess so. (laughs) I guess I do. (laughs)
3: like and i think that's what like you know to me a a survivor player i'm not interested in seeing on the challenge says no we're six people we're survivor strong this makes sense i don't care and that's someone who's not recognizing how this game is played because having the numbers doesn't matter when two people can sink your ship on their own Mm -hmm. that's all i'm saying So kudos to Dom. Sorry, I'm breaking through to say good work, Dom, (laughs) against all of your haters on this podcast.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
4: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward
0: prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: The, the The other thing that was
2: being said was Sarah wanting to go in against uh, Enzo.
3: Wait, no, no. We have a lot more to discuss before the number one thing to discuss on this episode.
2: <laughs> we still have a lot more to discuss. Okay. Well we, the,
3: well, we don't really, but I have one more thing to say. Okay. What is Alyssa? I'm just obsessed with this episode because we really got into the mindset of a lot of the people in a way that we have in a couple episodes. Angela approaches Alyssa. Why besides like you just say yes to any alliance presented? Like what's in it for Alyssa?
2: what's not in it for her she gets protection from like three or four men that would otherwise not really be working with her
3: i guess Unless i'm sort of pretty like, out on her
2: own right now i mean her whole big bb23 crew is gone she's really alone i i this is great for her this is a new life
3: so i agree but i think she's extremely well positioned i think her biggest threat in the game is angela like Who's coming for her? Like, if you're a woman going into an elimination and everybody's qualified to win the money, so, like, you could go against anyone and get money. Like, you're going to pick Al- Alyssa to go against over... Who's even still in this house? Like, maybe. Maybe that's why, because she thinks she's, like, more easily picked off. But if the sense that Angela has is ruling the house narrative that Alyssa is one of the strongest competitors in the game, maybe you wouldn't go against her... And does she think there's a world where she could beat Alyssa, um, uh, Angela, or does she just not really care about coming in first place and wants to survive? That's really my question.
2: Well, I feel like that's been a, a larger question for Alyssa the whole season based off some of her decision-making was, was she here to win? Was she here to have this be a launching pad to get to challenge proper? Like what was her angle? Um, so I think it's very fair to quite, I mean, look, she might get to the end and if she gets to the end, she could win for sure. But I don't know if her like mission, this season was to win
3: why is she one of the people i'd be least excited to see make the leap to challenge proper and that's undeserved talk about the dom hate like that's undeserved but that's how i feel
2: that's how you feel can't go against it
3: um maybe well i'm sure at the end of the season we'll talk about who we want to see make the leap if anyone um but all right I, I do want to say about the night out. I love Kirsten's idea and Jenny's idea of money being uh drink tickets at the like that's really what that should be. Kudos it would for that. Very
2: funny. It would be, yeah, uh, it would be great.
3: Um, all right. So now we, we could talk about Sarah.
2: Yes, Sarah wants she she's been talking a couple of weeks now, wanting to get her money. Um because she stinks at dailies, so has to get into elimination to do it. Uh, So she wants to toss herself in against Enzo to show that uh, she can do anything that the guys could do.
3: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yosef. Okay. This is a weird first reaction, but like I wanted a confessional of Desi and Kayla, like Kayla kind of said it, but I really wanted them to be like, this is the worst idea she's ever had. And I need to push her to do this so that she eliminates herself.
2: Yeah. I feel like we got that a little bit with like Kayla's look to the camera. Like, is she serious right now? Um, but I would, it would have been funny to get it over the top, but then it's also like, she was giving like a very impassioned speech. So maybe at first they were like that. And then it was like, Oh, you know what? Yeah, this is like, this would be pretty cool. Maybe we should like encourage her, but also in, a, like in an encouraging way, not like a, Oh, we want to see her go down in flames type of way.
3: I mean, I don't really again, this is pure ego, pure ego. This is Sarah is the most frustrating and perfect reality television character. Like there is no reason to do this. You won't get money. No one will care. No one will be impressed. You're literally like, oh, Enzo got stitches and has a bum leg, which he was I mean, nobody felt bad about his stitches. That was ridiculous. Right. Um and so like two or, you're two gonna, or three. Two or three of them. You're going to take him out to, like, humiliate him. He's done nothing to you. It'd be one thing if it was like Tyson or if Enzo threw her in. Like, I didn't understand the passion behind this choice. And I also was like, when you do your exit interview with Ben or Angela or Sarah at some point, there's no world this would have been allowed. Right. I mean,
2: look, I I don't think they would have let her do hall brawl against them. I, I, there's just no way that would have been allowed. But for almost every other elimination that they've had to date, there's been no real physical contact against one another. So I don't see a reason why, like if it was the type of thing where it's like, you know, jumping up and through hoops and creating a maze, and then you have to go unravel it. Like there's no reason why, if she really wanted to, she couldn't go against him. I just think for this specific one, maybe they're... I, I Look, I was upset they waste, kind of wasted Hall Brawl on, on this situation, but maybe they just brought Hall Brawl out to be like, no, Sarah, you're not doing this. It is very much not going to happen. And like, yeah, Hall Brawl, like, it's not going to happen.
3: Now, it raises unintentionally a question that reality TV and the challenge has already had to reconcile, but reality TV does need to reconcile Quickly with quickness is how to adapt the format for gender fluidity and non-binary people, um, and like the 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 binary nature of like men versus women not competing against each other, whatever is like you know potentially not sustainable for for good reason. And 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 the challenge has had um, trans contestants and, and non-binary contestants before, but. Mm-hmm. That's not what Sarah's raising here. And so no. I'm here to be like, it doesn't make sense for the show. Like, forget Hallbro, which I agree. Like, they were never, it's not fair to Enzo. Like, he might not want to smash yeah. into a woman, like, whatever. What is there to
2: get? Like, what is there <laughs> to gain for Enzo? Like, congrats, <laughs> you beat, like, a girl in Hallbro, or what the hell is that? Like, With it was, there, there's just there's just no winning for, for Enzo in that situation. Like, nothing, nothing could happen there that would end up good in for him in this situation.
3: It's just like, you know, Sarah's is formidable. opponent. She's right that she oh, is absolutely. a formidable opponent. Like, I know she you're not would, saying she would, she's put, not. Yeah,
2: she would put up a great fight, but there's just nothing that Enzo could do that would be a successful outcome for him.
3: But I just think for the way the show works, <laughs> like, okay, so Enzo goes home and now you have you're up. Like, what if Sarah goes home? So next week is just also a male elimination.
2: Yes, yeah, run it back. Yeah, run it back. Yeah, it's
3: just like... To me, there was no world because because then they would have done it like to me, then Tyson and Angela would have been like, we need to do this. And Ben and would have convinced that if Sarah wants it, give her this moment, like Angela's little snide remark of like maybe when daily is like, I
2: like I like that. Why? It's but it's, but it's but that's queen.
3: irrelevant. She wasn't going in to win money. Like, she yeah. wouldn't have won any money. So it was, just, again, it's not a perfect comment. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it made no sense. None of this made any sense. I feel it like doesn't. I'm taking crazy pills.
2: No, it doesn't make sense. But I like Angela. I don't know. She's
3: I like Angela, good. too. I like Angela, too. I just think that comment was stupid because if you were a good strategist, you would have been like, great, Sarah. Go against Enzo and Hall Brawl. I think there was just, I'm, I'm saying... I'm giving Angela, I need to relax. I'm giving Angela (laughs) credit because I think if it was allowed, she would have done it. Like, so that's what I mean. Her snide remark is like, doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. No, she wasn't keeping her for money. It's ridiculous. Sarah, like there's, I don't know. She probably has at least three to four to five more dailies potentially to win money. Like free of like going home to get in, and, and you're about to knock out even more women along the way. So there's only like six or five or four people you're competing against. Like there's there is no rush to go. Like look, if you see someone that you really think you could beat in elimination, that like you think you can win, like a, another woman, like do that. I guess, but even that is preposterous and stupid when you could just do it in a daily. When there's even gonna be fewer people you're competing against. Like you almost won this one. Just wait another week.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think again, it's all ego. It's what you're saying. It's like she expects herself to be like a dominant physical woman here, you and, your and pompous
2: she- ego. Higher <laughs> than that.
3: Uh, um, what is that from? Seinfeld. You mean all for the glorification of your massive ego?
2: Is it massive or they said pompous?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. But, like, that was really for the glorification of my massive ego because I knew it was (laughs) an incorrect Seinfeld reference, so I let you walk into it. Um, All right. This is a pretty egotistical episode for me. I mean, okay, I'll continue to seem crazy. They throw in Lego, and everybody's like, wow, Leo's, like, actually putting up a fight. And I think the person who thought Leo was going to win this?
2: Leo's won two eliminations fantastic in the last one he almost won this daily Leo's been better again than almost every other guy in the like, he's been much better than Danny in, in like everything that he's held. like what is like Danny been like exceptionally better than at Leo other than you know, not mentioning cats every episode like Leo's been very very competitive in a lot of different stuff and they just had this perception of him that he's like this like doofus that like can't even like walk upright and he's like very good like he wasn't that great in this elimination but for the whole season he was right up there
3: he's also got the exact body type you would want for hob raw which is like low center of gravity the, the Derek k like the low center of gravity like speed built for like speed and like agility versus like a giant like dude whatever mm-hmm. and enzo's not a giant dude so like I thought Leo was like, I was like before the elimination happened, I was like, Enzo needs to be begging to them to throw David in instead of Leo. I did not think it was an immaterial difference between the two of them. I thought Leo was going to smoke him.
2: Yeah. I was very surprised. I think this is the type of situation where I think of Leo, Leo, I had seen this before and knows kind of like how to go about this I think he would have a better strategy I think he was just like going too high like in the, like he's got to play to his strength which just like he said his low center of gravity like coming low and make, going after Enzo's bad leg honestly um, so the fact that he was trying to go like head to head like wasn't really the best move
3: Um, quick Mitch wash here for cash what a relatable fan where she's like I cannot believe I get to watch this live and like thank god I don't have to be in it like that's mm. me watching this if I were there
2: and yeah, Danny Danny had a very similar uh, confessional talking to his great wife Kiki about oh, I'm watching him, that's not through my TV and it's here. It's great.
3: <laughs> um but kudos to Enzo, absolutely bulldozes Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh wow, wow, wow. Um and I love his summary of like the challenges are too hard to win, but these eliminations, like they're fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're fun. You know what? That's a vibe. I get that.
3: <laughs> Slight ding to Leo here for not no sportsmanship here coming out and and t- Taking the sure, we'll see in the future, have a good one, whatever, from TJ. Yeah, TJ was kind
2: of, again, he's, like, way too nice. Like, normally he would, like, plan on this someone for doing this. He was just like, yeah, you know, he's just not here. But Taking he a rest. Yeah, he's taking a rest. Like, normally I feel like TJ would have, like, dug really in on him. But he was too nice.
3: Yeah, it's tough because it did seem like while Leo was like underestimated and complained about a lot and thrown in, he also seemed like well-liked and he had good relationships with people in the house. So Mm -hmm. at first I thought he was like in cuss where he's like drinking water and they're like, are you okay to go out? I thought he was injured. And then he was just like, what's the point?
2: (laughs) Yeah. And look, he was only voted in twice like it's not like you did voted in like seven times like take it up with some other people that have been voted in over and over and over and over and over again before you complain about being voted in twice
3: and look does he have stress because he's like returning empty-handed and his girlfriend was like clearly pissed at him last week like sure but you almost quit so it's like all right three days later you're gonna come home (laughs) as opposed to three days ago
2: credit card machine is saved
3: um do you think who's the biggest target now of like if they ever start calling people out for eliminations,
2: so I mean that's there's a lot of different ways to go. Like I mean, I think the biggest threat to win that people should have to get out is Tyson, but I, I think he's so insulated with a lot of different people that outside of like right before the final, I don't I don't see Tyson being called out anytime soon. Same thing really with Angela. Um, I feel like the people who are most likely to go, especially next week on the women's side, are, are Cachet, Kayla, uh, probably those two would be the number one and two most likely targets. I think one of them will almost definitely be voted in and they might both be in if one of them finish last.
3: Sorry, t- poor question. Um, I meant like if you're Enzo and you get thrown in next week or you're whatever. If you're Desi and you lose and you get thrown in, you're in. Mm-hmm. Who are the people that are like the biggest targets? If they ever start pitching to the people in power mm. and maybe it's a leading question. Cause I'm like, to me, Enzo now having qualified Despite this, like, incredible physical display that he put on, I think he's got to be number one, pro- maybe number two versus David, as opposed to David of, like, the people to be called out.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the qualified thing that really only applies for Sarah and, and Danny. So, like, they're the only two that that's even a thing. Like, everyone else is just going to try to survive. So, um, in terms of, like, who has money? Like, is it enough to make the final? It's really only a case, like, Danny, and he can call out anyone um, to get enough money. Actually, yes. I yes, I yeah, he now that it's, you're just splitting it with the one person. He can call it anyone and he can make an insane with uh with Sarah. So Good
3: point.
2: Kind of move. Yeah.
3: But but still, okay, so then without the money. Like I think uh it's like Leo, I feel like taking out Leo is like he was the guy. Now David and Enzo have to worry. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah, to I say.
2: Think, yeah, I think David Enzo for sure. Yeah they're the most likely like but again no one's really saying anything like i don't know maybe if you put someone else in that position uh they'll call someone out but no one's really saying anything so I don't, I don't know why that would necessarily change
3: um yeah it needs to though it's it's so ridiculous uh i'm going to the questions we're recording right after the episode so shout out to the person who wrote us a question about battle of the exes yeah. 2 we love that you're re-watching it and we we are not covering it at this uh, at this time but we support Stay tuned you for the off we enjoy this journey for you. Um, let's see. Someone did get a question in. K- and any them. pressing
2: questions I should ask uh, Leo in uh, in the exit interview tomorrow?
3: No. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, here's a question from Annie Abrams. Was Sarah's behavior really cringy, or was that just me saying Angela hasn't proved herself when she has won dailies and Sarah was lucky to have Leo in the elimination she won mm-hmm. and she's... And then she's desperate to go in against Enzo. Give me a break.
2: Yeah, big time eye roll stuff from from Sarah all episode, all season. But you know, creating a nice little villain for herself.
3: Did you look at the questions? Because Annie put two eye roll emojis in after that. I didn't. Read.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're we're in a C not I.
3: I'm exhausting myself from this. I got too excited. Um, let's talk about your TikTok. <laughs> Okay. it's so funny that you tell ta- like honestly <laughs> kudos to you i have no idea how to make a tiktok
2: i don't know either like i, I there's a way to i don't know how to edit right now i'm just like crap. <laughs> taking an image of google images putting it like on in my instagram story with a <laughs> caption and then saving it and then putting them in like some app that I found and like putting the video, putting this out. That's how I'm doing it. It is very much like early 2000s, like (laughs) iMovie style. (laughs) There's no transitions. There's no editing. I don't know how to change the different times for each photo. I don't know any of that. I'm far from putting myself in any of these. So right now it's just all Google images doing the work.
3: I think you could segue into like some stats.
2: I could. That that was my next thought. But I don't don't know. I don't want to like step on challenge stats corner. That's his thing. But wait wait till like if Nelson's on season thirty-eight or thirty-not know what the next one is. Uh I'll be that'll be a constant theme. So for uh I mean is he on TikTok? Much. He
3: or she they are are they on TikTok? It's
2: a good question. They're definitely on Instagram because I've seen them on my uh like Discover page. Um I haven't seen on uh TikTok yet.
3: Here's a question. I'm not question. really on
2: challenge TikTok, honestly.
3: Here's a question I have uh for you about um you do have a couple of challenge, challenge stats,
2: but stats. Yeah, I was gonna say I do have a couple of. Uh, stats
3: well, really from quick,
2: them. Yeah, really yeah. quick.
3: Do you do you think Challenge Stats likes you as much as you like him? Or her? Mm. you said it's? I'm I'm messing up the pronouns because I feel like you've told me before. I'm, but, I'm, yeah, they,
2: I'm almost positive it's a him, but I, I okay. could wrong. So well,
3: they, then they. So has Challenge Stats like? Do you feel reciprocate like that? There's like reciprocated affections or no?
2: i think so um i definitely think like if it's like it's not 50 50 i think i'm like 65 of like the affection just because he turned me on to the greatest thing ever which was like the nelson thing so like i don't think anything i do will ever reach that level for them so it'll be hard to ever be 50 50 but i just i just i love i love their work it's just great work we need more of that analytics department on the challenge stats
3: Oh my god, Challenge Stats, please tell me this is not the year that you were actually born, the year that's on your Twitter. <laughs> anyway, everyone go follow Challenge Stats at Challenge Stats. Um. Oh my
2: god, oh, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's honestly not that old. That's like, what What year are we in? I mean, that's like 24.
3: I know, do you mean not that young?
2: Yeah, I can't. Okay, it's, it's I was like... like, I'm
3: definitely not <laughs> reacting because I think they're old.
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, but a couple, uh, there's a couple of uh, Hall Brawl stats. All right, go for it. Also, so, so, uh, it's kind of mean, but Enzo's the oldest person to ever win Hall Brawl at 44. Why is it mean? I don't know, just dropping age, but yeah, there it is. Uh, suppressing Jenny and Big Easy, both uh, 33 and 30, respectively. Uh, I didn't realize this that, that Hall Brawl was never used in an all star season. Like, okay, yeah, shout out season. to
3: challenge stats. This is how you know they really know their shit because I read the first sentence and then was like, who won it on All Stars? Next line, Hall of Brawl hasn't yeah. been used in any All Stars.
2: <laughs> and just yeah. amazingly, Bananas and CT have never participated in a Hall of Brawl. Never.
3: Wait. Oh, it was Paul Russell. I was like, didn't we- wasn't there this whole like West Eric thing this season? But it was Paul. Yeah, Russell. Pull
2: Russell. Yeah, you and that was that it, but... confirmed not CT or Bananas.
3: Wow, challenge stats. Okay.
2: He was also going super ham on Sarah's claim that this was like going to be an unprecedented move going against a, a guy in elimination. They drop its stats about like from battle of the, battle of the sexes, all these other uh, people that have beaten that, that women have beaten men in elimination stuff like that. So Sarah should uh, get off her high horse thinking she was doing something revolutionary in the challenge world. Not on challenge stats watch.
3: Well, I mean, far be it for me to disagree. With challenge stats. I think it would be a challenge stat if Sarah threw herself into an elimination on a men's elimination day, like, I, I like, I it's not so. okay, what she was just, saying, yeah. but it would, right. it it like, this doesn't happen for like, I don't want to mislead those. Like, Oh yeah, no, this happened. in past Like, no, that has not occurred.
2: That has not occurred. But the idea of a woman facing a man in elimination has happened before.
3: Sure. Which we talked about, like, obviously I have no issue with, and I think mm-hmm. Sarah had a good chance against any of the men in Hall, for sure. But like, the season was not designed with that in mind. And I
2: think that's the issue. You hmm. also so I mean, now I'm just going back on this page. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, my final notion that sure. uh, started with, uh, it went all the way back with battle of the seasons, which is odd, but it's really been since total madness when uh, they brought back the, uh, the skull twist, like earning your spot in this final. So it was earning your spot in his final um, was this concept kind of brought back.
3: All right, check out Challenge Stats if you want more <laughs> Challenge Stats for this. <laughs> um, yeah. Drinking game?
2: No, Kyle car is a great Kyle car. Was away. Um, a lot of good vibes, though. Like TJ laughing, uh, <laughs> I felt like.
3: A lot of good vibes.
2: Yeah, I thought there was some good vibes. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
2: that's the only one I had. Kiki. Um, we got a Kiki. Yeah, of course, the Kiki shout out. That's a regular. Um, that's really. Well, a- you're
3: just tracking vibes right now.
2: Yeah, right now I'm just—it's all vibes. but Like TJ laughing <laughs> a couple. Uh, <laughs> I think I think he was laughing the way he was laughing at uh, Desi falling off the the buoy immediately was you know that was good vibes. He was having a great time.
3: All right, we oh, adding to the to the vibes.
2: We yeah. To the- yeah. Did you have a? Uh, uh, I feel like we're getting close to like it being kind of uh, dummy thick, but we can add another one.
3: <laughs> what is going on? To the Cuba. I know. I. I. Yeah, that used to be his twitter bio i think too i just feel like i'm not okay for many reasons personally and happens. You, you, you miss for a
2: week and like the, the wheels fall off and we're trying oh to like, piece it back
3: together oh i didn't realize how like if i mentally was hanging by a thread i wouldn't be able to do the <laughs> um wow the more mental fortitude it takes to just be here okay uh, this is very getting towards the final. Oh, look, we can axe some, if you think. Isn't it only been, like, six episodes?
2: This is episode eight.
3: Okay, so we have, what, 16 rules? All right, let's axe them. Send me, what are they? Run them down. All right. Run me my rules.
2: I gotta I got pull it up. One one moment. One moment. All one moment. All right, well, I'm gonna up. add
3: this one regardless. Right, I got
2: them. I got them. Okay.
3: Uh,
2: when you flashback to another show.
3: That was uh, yours. T-
2: yeah, I'm, are you, I'm reading them all Give me off, my no?
3: rule. I'm not going to axe oh, one yours. of your rules. Oh, uh,
2: Although
3: I would definitely axe that one if given the
2: chance. <laughs> <laughs> T- twerking. Uh, I feel like that's been self-axed. Uh, fun editing with like uh, special effects. Uh, significant other may- being mentioned. Throw in someone from another show. Or TJ getting into it. Go back and forth with someone.
3: No, I think TJ getting into it is like anytime he's like excited when he was like you guys are doing a mate like when he was, like, it was like him chirping with someone. No, but okay. I understand your the writing role. of that, but I'm pretty sure it's like and there was one time where TJ was like really rooting for someone, which honestly is kind of overlapping with good vibes. Do we mm-hmm. put those on the same week?
2: Uh, I think so. I mean, that was mm-hmm. your last rule and my last rule and I didn't add one last week for uh chris and jenny
3: all right i'm gonna get rid of twerking and i'm gonna add in advance of the final which may never come now that it's single elimination Mm -hmm. anytime anyone uses another word for money dollars does not count so this is when inspired by danny saying moolah cash bucks moolah challenge bucks any any alternate we'll slang for for money, or, but mm-hmm. dollars does not count.
2: Yeah, and I'll, I'll go the same vein. Any, let's 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 talk running with the running this uh, final with someone. If you want to run the final with someone? Gonna uh, drink to that. All right. All right. Uh, any social media? Because it just ain't rap, Probably not. Right. No, it's it's like
3: okay. it's, it's late. late. It's late.
2: All right. you can subscribe. rob's website dot com slash challenge feed or challenge itunes you can follow me on twitter at come Up with a c brian with an i underscore and they can follow you
3: follow me at lash tweets here's some social media <laughs> randy newple when you draft are you drafting like based on your draft stats or are you just drafting because i'm in this draft with sam moore johnny Langen, and randy newple and randy is and is such a commanding lead he leads me by 30 points and he still has 4 people left. He's got Kayla, Angela, Tyson, and Cash. Crazy. I just have Desi and Dominic. All right, anyway, there's your did social we, media update.
2: I know we kind of trashed a little bit on the hall bro. but did we mention how like close together they were? Because that, that was really lame. There was no like running up. It was like very small hall. It wasn't good.
3: Yeah, we're getting diet. These are diet challenges. Not, That's it's, why it's, I'm like it's
2: Diet Coke. Yeah.
3: Hard for me to say, Danny, like, you know, but, but maybe, you know, but he's not winning the diet challenges. So.
2: No, maybe he needs the extreme version. He needs a full throttle. That's what he needs.
3: Oh, is this because we got, you're not going to tweet. You're not going to give credit to the person who tweeted this at us. You're just going to say it as yeah, they didn't just see this it. tweet. So I- <laughs> <laughs> Okay so two minutes ago uh JM tweeted at us and said please talk about uh a hall bra, the hall bra we saw this week. Uh look at how far I Fancy had it in my notes Nelson too are. I just forgot
2: to mention and it and then who, he, <laughs> he triggered
3: it. And there's a side by side photo cuz I clicked it as you said it I was like oh perfect like in my feed there's these random pho- and then I was like wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> this has just raised to us.
2: <laughs> like I had a whole joke on Twitter I called it hall crawl I was all oh, over it oh that's good
3: that's good that's
2: not bad right that's not bad
3: no good for you
2: yeah if you find all those tweets at CohenBurn underscore um that's it for this week alright we'll be back next week episode 9 Till then you can
3: subscribe one. but you don't have to no, I, I said to subscribe <laughs> I said to <this> subscribe edit oh. <laughs> this out I've already been such a bitch this whole episode have a good
1: one <laughs>